So are you debating about sending your kids back to public school or traditional school? But you are hesitant for many reasons. Maybe rules still haven't changed. Maybe you feel like it's not where you want your kids to be. And you're sitting here debating, do I re-enroll them? Do I register them again? Should I do this for them? Is it the best thing for my kids? Well, maybe you've considered homeschooling and you're like, no wait, I can't do that. Because that's what I thought when I initially thought about homeschooling too. I just brushed it off the first time I thought about it. But the more and more you think about public school, traditional school, and it gives you an uneasy feeling, I invite you to listen to this episode with an open mind and heart because I'm going to talk about why homeschooling is totally worth that leap of faith and how you can do it too. And if you haven't already, what would mean the world to me is if you could take a moment out of your busy day and leave me an amazing review. That just confirms that what I'm doing here is totally worth it and on track and giving you guys some value. So yeah, you just scroll down, leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts. All right, let's jump into this episode on why homeschooling is worth that leap of faith and how you can do it too. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking about why homeschooling is worth that leap of faith. Let's just start with that because... I know it is a leap of faith for many, many people. Even if you started homeschooling or if you're just thinking about it, it is a huge step because it's so different, right? Like you're going against the norm in so many ways. But if things aren't really going well with you and your kids in public school or traditional school, I want you to be open, you know, come to this episode with open mind and heart. And really consider, like, can I do this? Because I'm also going to show you how you can do it too. (laughs) Yes, I'm not just going to give you a motivational speech. I really want to show you the next steps of what can happen. So you can see yourself walking through homeschooling to really consider if that is the best for you and your family. Because when I started homeschooling, When my oldest, he's 11 now, he's going to be sixth grade. When he was supposed to go to kindergarten, I didn't realize I was already homeschooling in preschool. I just thought like me doing stuff with him at home was just what you're supposed to do. (laughs) And then when I realized, I was like, oh, I just continued what I was doing. I realized that years later. Anyways, when I first started homeschooling, when I thought about it, just the initial thought, because I had every intention of sending him to public school. I brushed it away. I was like, there's no way. I looked into every other option. I looked into private schooling, charter schooling, online schooling, like all the other options that I had available. I looked into those because I was just so against the homeschooling thing. I thought I couldn't do it. thought I needed more patience. I thought I would fail my kids. All these like anxiety and worries came up in me. But 
every time I thought about public school, that was weighing on me even more. And if that's how you feel right now, where every time you think about public school and sending your kids back to public school, whether it's the school system itself, whether it's the rules that they have in place, and it gives you an uneasy feeling for your kids, I'm going to tell you straight, do what's best for them, not what's easy for you. Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that harshly. I mean that I meant that with love because most times we just default to what's easy and then we just accommodate and shift. And we're like, we'll just make the best situation out of it, even though we don't like it. Because let's just talk about what's happening in traditional school world. Like the reason why I love homeschooling is because in public school right now, a lot of places, safety is an issue, which it should never be for our kids. But you see it all over the news. You see it happening over and over again, whether it's like really violent, crazy events happening, which I wish would never happen. Or it's just like the day-to-day bullying, the day-to-day, you know, things that's happening in the schools that you really have no control over. Like, that's hard for me, like, to know that I'm, I'm not here to keep my kids in a bubble. But for me, when I really think about school, it's a place to learn. It's the place to thrive. And it's not always that place, especially nowadays. Kids have so much more to worry about. Like, I'm just going to say it out loud. In Hawaii, they're still requiring the kids to wear masks. I'm not against wearing masks. I am for choice. So if you want your kids to wear, wear a mask, amazing. If you don't, then no, it should be a choice. But they're requiring it there still yet. After how many, like, what is this going on the third year? Like, come on, give a choice, you know, especially when everywhere else, even flying in the airplane, it's gone. Like, come on. So if there are rules and regulations in your schools that, you know, is causing your kids to be anxious, is causing a behavior change, whether it's safety or things that are put in place, that it's not allowing them to be comfortable in a learning environment, there's no way they're going to learn. Let's just put it out there. Like if you got to follow these rules that you really don't like, that's playing with your mind and like making you super uncomfortable, would you learn? Would you be in a place to just think about like, okay, I need to understand this math concept? Probably not. Safety-wise, probably not. You know, worrying about your mask versus worrying about, you know, what that math problem is, It's that's like something that kids shouldn't have to choose, like just being uncomfortable in class. So that's like one of my biggest reasons why I always choose homeschooling. Because when I continue to see these things, I'm like, I don't want to put my kids in that situation. I want them to be able to learn, like have a great education, but their environment, the rules from the schools, hey, that rhymes. (laughs) All of that affects our kids learning. And when I think about my kids' education, I want them to have the best chance possible because we already know they're not always going to be game or, you know, in the mood to learn. So (laughs) if you can eliminate all the other distractions as much as possible, then that's how you can create a learning environment for them. And that's what you can do with homeschooling. 
you can eliminate all those other distractions, safety issues, rules, all those things because of homeschooling. Now, why else is homeschooling worth that leap of faith? Well, you can choose your kid's education. And this wasn't on the top of our priority when we first started. I actually tried to research what our public school is teaching so I could teach the same thing, which is great because I had the intention of sending them back to public school eventually. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to follow whatever they teach. And then that way, when my kid goes back to school, he'll be ready for that. Now, over the years, it has shifted. Since we moved from Hawaii to Washington, one thing that really came about in our homeschooling was that we wanted to teach more of our Hawaiian culture. Now, in Washington State, (laughs) we don't have that, you know, in the public school system, which is understandable. It's more Washington history, and that is still something we want to, like, put in our homeschool but for this year we get to choose we get to choose our history focus and I love that I love that I can incorporate more of our culture of our ethnicity into our homeschool and we also include many other things that speak to us um, like our family values and beliefs for for example kid entrepreneurship that is literally (laughs) a subject in our homeschool That is a huge part of our math. And I would rather teach my children kid entrepreneurship versus some of these other math that you probably still don't use (laughs) in your adulthood. Let's be real. (laughs) A lot of that trigonometry and all those things, not that my kid is there yet. I don't plan to teach them that as a core subject. I would rather them learn kid entrepreneurship and money and finances and all those things. I want them to be super money smart versus knowing how to find the sine and cosine of things. <laughs> so you get to really have the freedom to choosing education. And I know the anxiety in that is you have the freedom to choose your kid's education. <laughs> There's the flip side. You're like, oh my gosh, when you get too much choices, many people get overwhelmed. They just want to be told, just tell me what to learn. Tell me what to teach. And... I gave myself permission to kind of like slowly go into that. I picked something that really spoke to us that was, for me, easy to teach. My kids could learn. And then over the years, I started incorporating and being more creative with our curriculum. So the ability to just choose our education was a huge selling point now for us than when it was in the beginning. And the other reason why I feel like homeschooling is such like worth, worth the scary decision, guys. It's worth that scary decision because you're not a slave to that public school schedule or even your private school schedule. I want you to consider this. So think back to when your kids were in school and think about just one week of school, regular school week, and how much hours in a day is your kids in school for one? But two, how much hours in a day are you spending with your kids related to anything with school? So it could be drop off and pick up time. It could be homework time. It could be any like any of those things. How much time are you actually spending doing those things with your kid? We already know how long kids spend in school, but I want you to consider you as the parent how much time you are giving to their school and their schedule and then also consider this so that's the first one write down the hours the next thing to think think about is 
how much time have you tried to like schedule things in your family life vacations outings party whatever it is like get togethers and you had to accommodate school (laughs) so let's say you wanted to do like a staycation over the weekend how many times had you like take your kid out of school on a friday so that you can go or maybe you're trying to plan a vacation but the only time you could do it was when the kids were out of school (laughs) and the prices went up let's be real that's when all the prices go up to fly anywhere to do anything is when your kids are out of school like when have you maybe if you work outside of the home or your husband works outside of the home how many times have you missed things because of school like I want you to consider all these things. Maybe your work schedule evolves around your kid's school. And what I realized was if my kids were still in public school, then my day would evolve around their schedule, which would be fine for many of you. But for me, I didn't like that. I wanted to schedule things when I needed to schedule it. I wanted to go through things because I could. I didn't want to be like, oh, we can't go on vacation because you guys have school. I didn't like that. Plus, I wanted to go on vacation whenever we wanted to go on vacation. I wanted to make school whenever we wanted to make school. When we wanted more family time, then I would either incorporate school into that or I could say, okay, we're going to take this week off. Like, you cannot do that with a public school schedule or a traditional school schedule. And even though right now we do not have to follow the traditional school schedule, I do hear it from my neighbors and from friends and from church members where they're like, oh man, we really wanted to take vacation during this week, but it's hard because the kids are in school and we don't want them to miss too much school because they end up getting like a call from the school saying like your kids have been out too long and then they have to make up all the stuff. I've had neighbors tell me that they're, they get called for truancy or like missed absences or whatever you want to call it nowadays because their kid they they take their kid out of school on a Friday to go on a family outing for the weekend and I'm like you know what I'm grateful that I don't have to abide by that because there are things in life that we can't control what if you have to go to a funeral or so forth and then it's such a burden that now you have to take your kids out of school, they miss so much school, and then they have to like rush back, be bombarded with all these things. Whereas in homeschooling, we take the week off and then we just adjust our learning schedule accordingly. So it's not this whole crap load of homework and classwork to make up. It's just adjusted in our schedule. So are you a slave to your public school schedule, your kid's school schedule? Is That's something that's literally taking up a whole bunch of your time and your day. Because if it is, then homeschooling can definitely help you out. I'm just saying, like, I want you to really start considering all these factors. So now that I got you thinking about, like, the rules, safety, how you have more freedom with your kid's education, and the schedule that you're locked into, and you're like, okay, maybe homeschooling looks a little bit better. Let's talk about how you can actually do it. So I'm going to give you four reasons why you can do homeschooling. And this is for everyone, even for the ones who are like, okay, I'll try it. And then I just didn't like it. No, I'm going to give you these four reasons. And I want you to really put yourself in this place. So number one, homeschooling has a ton of resources. 
so much resources. I feel like the problem is it has too much resources, which is a great problem to have. There is online Facebook groups. There is just online courses that you can literally enroll your kids into, especially if you're scared of a subject. There are those things. Now that things are opening up, there's drop-off classes. There's community resources. There's many, many places that offer a homeschooling course on top of their regular courses that they give or classes. So look into that. You probably don't know about it because you probably never considered homeschooling. (laughs) And then that is something that can really help you shift into a homeschooling world. Like you do not have to do it all. That's number two. Please don't do it all. I don't do it all. I don't teach all the subjects. Nope. I leverage. I look at what I can teach and then everything else I go and find a course for that. I go find a class for that. And then that gives me permission to go, okay, it's not hard. I'm not the teacher of everything. I'm just the one who teaches the things that I really love. So if there's other people in your life that can help teach a subject, then great. Please go and ask them if there's resources that you found that takes on a subject that scares you, then incredible. You are going to start seeing your homeschool start being put together. So realize that you do not have to do it all and I hope you never do it all even if you do homeschooling right now I hope you find resources to help you build your homeschool that you love now number three it's going to free up time in your life because that last part where we talked about how you public school schedule you can be a slave to that and you really started thinking about how much hours you already spend a week helping your kids with public school Now that time is going to be allotted to homeschooling and it's not a lot. Trust me, you're not in homeschool for like six to eight hours. No ways. There is no way you can teach that much things and your kids can retain it for that long. (laughs) So you will free up so much time in your life to continue to do things that you really love to do. And you probably will see that there's so much more you can do with your family when you are homeschooling. So that's one thing that will help you with your schedule. And then the last thing is, it's not forever. So you can start homeschooling and then maybe mid-semester, mid-year, you can be like, okay, everything's looking cool in the public school. I'm going to send them back. So understanding that you can do this for a shorter period of time. It doesn't have to be forever and ever and ever. That starts opening your brain to just taking the next steps. And what is the next steps? It's just looking at resources in your area. Start with that because once you realize, okay, I have help. So what if you don't have help physically in your area? Online, there's many online courses. If that is your vibe, then great. If that's still not your vibe, there are box curriculum that help. Just do it all for you. You just look at it, you read it, you tell your kids, okay, this is the next step. This is what you do. They have lesson plans and everything. So You can go and look in resources in your area physically. You can do online resources. You can get a whole box curriculum. If none of that really entices you, then I encourage you to look at my Homeschooling Basics Bootcamp course because that really helps you get started from beginning to through your first week. Like just really gives you a good jump start because a lot of the prep comes in that beginning. And once you can get jump started into homeschooling, then you'll get a hang of it. Trust me. It's a learning process through it all. (laughs) So 
tons of ways to get started just looking into the resources that are available to you right now. All right, friends, I hope this has opened your mind and heart to homeschooling. And if you have any questions, the best way to contact me is on Instagram, Kavai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. I would love to chat with you. I would love to hear your questions or comments about this episode or any other ones. And like always, only you can make your day amazing. So definitely go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.